Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Monday. Bill Ryder with you. Playoff picture is set. I don't have to be Batman for a show. The world is a beautiful place. What a weekend of sports. What a great two hours we have for you here on CBS Sports Radio to unfurl and get into several of the things we saw over the weekend Give you some instant reactions with me and, and Mr. Sale and Mr. Bogish in about 20 minutes on the playoff picture. Who's in, who's out, the matchups, why we were right that Dak Prescott's a bum. We got a bunch of stuff to hit for you over the course of the next few hours. We'll, of course, preview tonight's game in my backyard. Not far from here as the crow flies. Why would a crow fly from my house to SoFi? I don't know, but the national championship game is going on. In this part of the country, Georgia, the favorite against TCU, a team that nobody thought would be there. We'll preview that. We'll visit with my buddy Ephraim Salam, longtime former NFL player. Excited to hang out with that dude, at least on the radio, because I never call him, even though he keeps inviting me to games. I guess that ship has sailed. We'll do buy or sell toward the end of the show, as we always do. We may try to sneak in a little NBA. Don't know if we'll get to that today, because it's such a cram-packed football day. I do, though... Have a, a LeBron column that's percolating an idea. I don't think he's going to like it. I think the Lakers are going to be angry, but I ran it by a Lakers source, and he said it was spot on. So I'm pretty excited about that. Maybe tomorrow we'll unfurl the latest insight into LeBron's psyche and what is actually going on in beautiful Los Angeles, California with that organization. But let's start here. Well, let's start with you. If you want to call into the show, 855 212 cbs Twitter, Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I. T-E-R. For those of you that missed this, man, I got a lot. I got to tell you, I don't know what it says about me and my so-called brand. Man, I hate that term so much. But I hear from so many of you, and so many of you have my phone number, which is a little, it's okay. I don't know how you got it. Good for you. When I say dumb things, rather than when I say smart things, I get it. Ha ha, right. That's what happens all the time. Oh, that's what we're used to. It's cool. Uh, if you missed this, if you don't listen to the show regularly, if you missed this part of the program a few months ago, when the Green Bay Packers seemed to be in dire straits, when they were several games under 500, when a playoff push looked like a farcical notion, I, someone who does weird voices on the radio sometimes because I'm a weird guy, including a Batman voice, here's Batman. All right, there you go. There's the, there's the context. I uttered these words of idiocy. Apparently, if uh, the Packers make the playoffs, I'm sort of a green because of uh, Daniel Procopa. I'm sort of a green. I'm going to wear a Batman suit and do the whole show in my where's 
Power rankings. Yeah, so I watched that Detroit Packers game with bated breath, as did the rest of the football world for, for reasons that have a lot more meaning than whether or not I'm going to humiliate myself this week. Because, now, the Lions were knocked out by Seattle's win. The way this was going to go down after Seattle won that game earlier in the day yesterday was if the Packers win, they're into that final playoff spot, and all the danger I think that presents. We've seen that story before. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, a defense. It's easy now for people. <clears throat> D-Cell, oh, these guys are bad. Had they gotten in that momentum, Aaron Rodgers, I think it's a dangerous team. No disrespect to the Seattle Seahawks. Had they gotten in, and they did, I think it's a different equation in terms of the percentage that Seattle's going to get red hot and knock down some actual championship contenders. Detroit had little to play for other than pride. Right, they're eight and eight, or they were yesterday going to that game like the Packers. And the joy, the exquisite wonder, the the beauty, maybe transcendent beauty, of not just knocking out a rival, but knocking out a guy in Aaron Rodgers who's made a point again and again of talking accurately for the most part of his dominance of the rivals in that NFC North. And if you missed this after the, the Detroit win, uh, Detroit's social media team on TikTok destroyed Aaron Rodgers with all of Aaron Rodgers. I actually, you would normally call it arrogance. I, I have a different perspective today. But his confidence, his surety, the, maybe it is arrogance, whatever it is that infuses his rivals with angst and anger and frustration, and now joy because he came up short, but infuses his team with enough confidence to get to a game yesterday none of us thought would happen. A game in which a win got the Packers in and thrust me into a level of utter and total radio embarrassment. <laughs> it would have been fun. I'm really glad it's not happening. And, and what you saw was the Green Bay Packers team that we've come to expect. Pretty good defense with some lapses, which is going to happen sometimes from a young team. But really, in the final equation, an Aaron Rodgers who's still gutsy, who's still talented, who can make some throws, but not a shot on his legacy, it's just a reality of where he is today, is not quite the quarterback that he used to be. And the diminishment of Aaron Rodgers is not 50%. It's not Peyton Manning. Ironically, the last year Peyton Manning played in the league and actually won a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is still pretty good, but you saw a turnover in that game that was wiped off. And I, and I guess it, I mean, it was a, it was a penalty, but it, as D. Sell will know, I was frantically texting him, "This is garbage." It's not because it was a bad call, because I just my self interest was wrapped up in this thing. And then another interception later in the game when the Lions sent everybody on a third and long at Rodgers. He threw the ball down the right side of the field. And he didn't quite have, I don't want to say the arm strength, because it had a huge couple throws in the game. He just didn't have the perfection and accuracy and crazy, almost superhuman ability to protect the football the way that he has over the course of his career. He wasn't quite the same guy. But give Detroit a whole bunch of credit for the win, for the 9-8 and record, for Dan Campbell, the head coach. Ah, bite some kneecaps off. I love this man. And, and he got his love fest on Twitter yesterday and around the country. Now, whether or not this Lions team would have had the guts to do the things they did if they were actually playing for a playoff spot, we're never going to know. But the reality is that they played utter fearless football, and that's how they beat the Green Bay Packers. There was a fourth and one and a half, basically, toward the end of the game where it seemed like Jared Goff, who's had an incredible turnaround season, came up to the line of scrimmage, and you thought he was just going to do a hard count. And we've seen Aaron Rodgers, and this is what you do. Other QBs do this, but we saw Rodgers do it in the game. Looked like Goff was going to do a hard count, try to draw the Packers offsides, try to get a free first down, and then he just did a pretty quick snap and threw an out route to the you know on our screen, the left side, on Jared Goff's side, the left side. And it was just a, oh, these guys aren't afraid. And then a short time later, Detroit was at something like 
second and 17 or whatever the hell it was, and they did a crazy throw the ball, flip it back, run around. It's got a name. I just call it Massive Beauty. I'm not Batman play. That's, that's what we've coined it here on Rider Than You. And, and so that game last night, I, for me, is less of an indictment on the Packers. It's not a chance to take shots at Aaron Rodgers. That Packers team is a complicated football team in the final equation. If you're listening to Wisconsin, I know we're on in Milwaukee. I can be hard on Aaron Rodgers because I don't always love the way he carries himself, but I thought the fact they got themselves into that position yesterday, that they were playing a game at home with a chance to go to the playoffs when that really shouldn't have been possible, spoke to the medal of Aaron Rodgers and the way his team responded to his leadership and his approach to football. And here's the thing that can be true. They can both be true. A guy can be wildly unlikable, Maybe disrespectful, whatever, from the outside, but it works on the inside. And the reality is, even if I don't love everything Aaron Rodgers is about sometimes, even if I find him kind of off-putting, even if I think his approach to how he manages his team in his front office in the offseason is more about his ego than the betterment of the team, it doesn't matter what I think. That football team responded to Aaron Rodgers over the second or, or last third of the season. And the fact they got there is a testament, I think, to Aaron Rodgers. The reason they lost that game It's not because Aaron Rodgers sucks. He doesn't. It's not because the Packers aren't very good. That's not the case. They're they're solid, and they are young, which Rodgers talked about. The reason they lost that game is because a Detroit team that's flown under the radar had a chance to make the playoffs, had the Rams somehow beaten Seattle. That team is fearless, and they believe they're building something, and you saw a team of the future, and I don't know if it means Super Bowl champion. Let's just call that division a team that has a future and a positive one play a team that's trying to hang on to the past. And that's what happened. One era, and I don't know what it means for Detroit, but they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to win playoff games in the years ahead, played another era. And that's the Aaron Rodgers era that if it's not over, we certainly got a glimpse of how close we are. So this isn't usually the, it's not a hot take. I don't do hot takes. I just say what I think. And if it pisses people off, so be it. In a lot of ways, to me, it was bravo to both teams. I understand it doesn't feel that way in Green Bay. My buddy, Ken Miller, who, um, Kenny from Dubuque, Iowa, last minute yesterday drove up to Green Bay I don't know what Dubuque is from Green Bay. I've lived in both cities, I should know. Six, five hours maybe. Went to the game kind of last minute. Sent me photos. I didn't have the heart to send him a note. But to all the Packers fans like, like listener Kenny and Dubuque and everybody across Wisconsin, that part of the country, who drove up there, I know it feels, it's a bitter taste in your mouth. It's a hell of a run. And I don't buy the notion that Aaron Rodgers goes out a loser if this is his last game because there was a lot of fight in that Packers team I didn't think they were going to have, and I thought the reason they wouldn't have it was because of the way that Rodgers conducted himself, and I was wrong. And credit to the Detroit Lions. They don't make the playoffs. Seattle gets in because of the outcome of that game. But credit Dan Campbell for turning around the culture of that team. Credit the Lions for always fighting hard. Remember, they lost a lot of games early on, close games, where we thought this is going to be a four-win team that's going to play really close football games and build something. And they took that toughness and that togetherness and they actually turned it into a winning season. That's an accomplishment, even if it's not the ultimate goal. But they're in a process. And credit Jared Goff, who had some big moments yesterday, had a great season this year, has turned his career around. And it leads now to the question of what's next. Well, I know it's what's next in Detroit. They're going to be really good. They've got the right coach. None of us were sure when he did his press conference and literally said he wanted to bite kneecaps off. Or have his guys, I don't remember, bite some kneecaps off. And if it's Jared Goff or otherwise, they're going to be fine. And I think it will be Jared Goff. I think you've seen that that works. The question in Green Bay is what happens now. And I'm going to play a couple clips, but let me give you my impression of Aaron Rodgers' press conference because I found the game so riveting. Riveting. 
And in some ways, it, it changed my or softened my view on Rodgers, the football player, a little bit. I just thought the guy in the, in the final equation got his team to a place they probably shouldn't have been. That's the brink of a, of a postseason appearance. And I found the, the press conference about Rodgers equally interesting and equally compelling. And it's worth watching the whole thing. But let me say this as, as a guy who's not a big Aaron Rodgers super fan, who's, who's happy to be critical of the guy. And if you listen to the show, you know, I actually found him really likable in there. Thought his interactions with the individual media members, you know, they'd ask him, they asked him tough questions. And Rodgers several times said, hey, man, I've been around you for a while. It's, it's cool. I know you're just doing your – one point he said, I know you guys are just doing your job. It felt like he let his guard down a little bit with the media, and I'm not around him, obviously, all the time in a way you don't see a lot. And I wonder if that isn't because what you're going to hear here about him contemplating his departure is real. It's real, I think. Here's here's Aaron Rodgers. I'll, I'll play it too. Here's Aaron Rodgers after the loss to the Lions on a really interesting game on Sunday Night Football that eliminates the Packers from, from, the, from football. They're not playing in the postseason, which may be the final moment, maybe, of Aaron Rodgers' career talking with the media about what comes next. You've said before that I think the term you used was you didn't want to go out like a bum. Uh, I'm not saying you, you played like one, but does not making the playoffs and maybe some of the struggles you had this season maybe make you lean toward wanting to come back? Do you think that will play a role in it? Not really. I mean, I have a lot of pride in what I've accomplished in this league. Uh, you know, in a lot of ways I don't feel like we should have been even in this position with some of the some of the games that we lost, especially in that, in that stretch of uh, five games. But this is the reality we're in, and obviously didn't get get it done tonight. Uh, you know, you want to go out winning Super Bowl, but very rare that it, that actually gets to happen. Um, don't want to, you know, lose your last game uh, and miss out in the playoffs. But uh, this is a, a great profession and a really tough business, and doesn't always end. With rainbows for everybody. Again, you got to hear it in its entirety because I saw some social media clips of him storming away. Was the presentation from the media after a tough question at the end? That's not the way that I saw it all. The guy answered the questions and was thoughtful on them and interesting. Egotistical, sure, but he's earned that. Uh, here's here's another sampling of Aaron Rodgers, and I think I, I buy this in real time, trying to wrestle with what comes next. Where do you stand on what you want to do next year? I mean, it's a little raw right now. You know, it's just a little bit after the game. So I want to take the emotion out of it and have the conversations and see where the organization's at and see how I feel after some time has passed. Is there any sort of timetable with that? Is there like a date where you want to make your decision by? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold them hostage. Uh, You know, I understand... uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then um, figure out what's best. Is there, do you think is the decision all yours, you think? or No, I don't think so. I think there's got to be mutual uh, on both sides. So you could because your contract, obviously, you got the guarantee. So if they wanted to move on or at least were open to it, would you be open to that too? Or To what? To going to a different team? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't like saying never, but uh, got to see how I'm feeling first uh, once 
the emotions out of it and then have the right conversations and see uh, see what the best direction is. I got to say, I'm getting salad days, nostalgia, goosebump flashbacks to the frantic typing you hear in the background. Far be it for me, actually, the whatever the opposite of far be it for me, closest be it for me to, to criticize someone wrestling with things and to not criticize, to correct. When Aaron Rodgers says he's not going to hold his team hostage, what he actually means is, I don't want to, but I will if I need to, which he probably will end up doing. I can't believe I'm saying this. Maybe it's the joy of not having to be Batman, but I, but I, I mean it. The Packers weren't an overwhelmingly amazing team, and, and Rodgers may contribute, I think probably did contribute a little bit to that. The nerves of some of the guys you saw, especially as young receivers, early in the season did translate to games that they lost they probably could have won, and obviously they were a game away from being a playoff team. That said, it was Aaron Rodgers who brought these guys together and led them at the end, and probably that Maybe it's hard love. I think it's arrogance. There's probably a lot of complications and gray area in there. It probably helps a lot of these young players be the players they're going to be down the line in a better way. You saw Jamal Williams after the game go over. He didn't see it. He talked about it, how he thanked Aaron Rodgers for teaching him how to be a pro. If this is the way that Aaron Rodgers goes out, he's right in something else he said. He's accomplished a lot in the NFL. He's done a ton. And we'll, I'm going to leave it there. Not going to take shots. I don't think that they're warranted. I thought it was a hell of a football game, and it's everything we love about sports. Playoffs on the line, pride on the line, a legacy trying to extend itself, a group of players. And again, I'm a Bears fan. Not taking shots. We had a good day yesterday. A, 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 an organization, the Lions, that have mostly been losers for a long time, I think showing that they're building a foundation that's lasting, and all of them are the spotlight of Sunday Night Football and the attention of, of the sporting public in this country. What a hell of a night, and what a way to end the NFL regular season. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. I'm not Batman. Thank God. Let's go through the NFL matchups, the playoff matchups, and give you some instant reactions from me, from D-Cell, from our best friend Andrew Bogish, next here on on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G? home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show on this Monday. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. What's going on? What a weekend in the NFL, man. I want to thank Lovey Smith, too. He got fired over it, but th- thanks for going out and, and winning. <laughs> with a two-point conversion and the number one pick on the line. The Bears are actually in a relatively strong position. They've got, I think, question mark, a quarterback of the future. And they do, in fact, have the number one pick in the draft, and I'm very excited about all that. Hi, Andrew Bogus. Good morning. I'm not Batman, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I heard. Great. What a beautiful, wonderful, marvelous game that was. Did you have a good weekend, pal? Diesel, good morning. Did you? I'm not Batman. Did you have a good weekend? Uh, good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. I had a fantastic weekend other than you not being Batman for this upcoming Friday show. So I actually thought going to the weekend it could be kind of fun. And then I tried to practice the voice a little bit, and I couldn't. Like It was destroying, just destroying my voice. Um, you guys want to do some, let's do some instant reactions. It doesn't even matter what you want. I care what Bogus wants. He's not in yes. Diesel, I know you're in. Let's go through these games. Niners versus Seattle. I'll just give you mine, you guys, and you guys rock and roll. I think the Niners are going to roll. We'll see what Brock Purdy is in the postseason. But what a coaching success by Pete Carroll to get these guys in. Geno Smith, I'm sure you guys saw this, became the all-time single-season leading passer in Seahawks history. He got an extra game to do it. But what a what a win for Seattle and what a loss and maybe even a bit, sm- not a stain, but a legacy smudge for, for Russell Wilson. The Niners open as huge favorites. I saw it at 10.5 somewhere. I might, I might bet Seattle to cover that. But it is a testament, whatever happens, I think to Pete Carroll taking the post-Russell Wilson era team and, and, and dragging these guys and getting these guys into the playoffs with a little help from Detroit. Yeah, I owe Seattle and Pete Carroll a huge apology. Before this season, I was pounding the drum that they were outwardly and openly tanking this season. Uh, Pete Carroll's absolutely in the mix for Coach of the Year. He probably will not win it. But what a season for Geno Smith. All that being said, the 49ers are going to roll in this game, even with third-string Brock Purdy. I don't think this is going to be the game where Seattle gets their revenge. Pete Carroll is, is you know, talking on uh, on Saturday about how well his team played. I think the 49ers roll in this game. Yeah, Booker, I just think the Niners' defense is... If it had been the Packers, I would have... To me, I would have bet Packers in a heartbeat to cover, and I, I think Packers could have won that game just because of Aaron Rodgers. But it just feels like even if Purdy can't handle the moment... The Niners' defense is going to be too much. Yeah, this should be easy for San Francisco. I also don't know, you might know this better, Bill. Uh, what's the forecast for Saturday? Because I know you're getting another round of this ridiculous rain. Is that going to yeah. be a weather game on Saturday? That's a great question. I don't know if it extends that far north, but it is supposed to be vicious in this, yeah, like north, like in this Bay Area, it's going to be bad. I don't know if it's that, if it's going to be that bad there. I, I don't know if it's like, atmospheric rain or just in the bay 
a little rain. But I, it's raining in L.A. right now. Never does that except for the last three weeks. Who does that favor? Not you. And I feel like, you know, you were you love to come on here and it's make weather snark towards me and D-Cell. <laughs> and here you are basically needing to build multiple arcs to survive what's going on right now. I'm sorry. We people asking for a Batman buy or sell. We can probably do that for you. Maybe. Uh, Vikings-Giants, I'm completely confused on what to think. I, I, I feel like... There's been pre-vindication on my view that Kirk Cousins' name should be compared to kissing your cousin. That's how it feels like root for the guy because he's just he's so unreliable and he hasn't looked good in several of the games that have led up to this. Um, I, I I'm sort of like stock neutral on the Giants and that that is the game Vikings are going to host New York. You watch a lot more Giants. I mean, I don't watch every turn of the screw on the Giants, Mister Bogish. I think I'm going to take New York, actually. Do you, do you want to talk me out of this? No, not yet. Now, I will ask you as the betting aficionado. The line's only minus three Minnesota, which basically means it's a which push, right? Because you yeah. you basically get three points for being the home team by, by default yeah. almost. It's a push, yeah. I mean, the Giants almost won in Minnesota during the regular season. It took a 61-yard field goal at the buzzer to, for the Vikings to win that one. The Giants aren't good. I, I don't understand how they're in the playoffs. So, like, part of me... <laughs> can't pick them, but this is the perfect scenario for them because they're indoors, so there's no weather concerns to hamper Daniel Jones or limit Saquon Barkley, and the Vikings are the weakest 13-win team in the history of the NFL. So, I mean, if you're ever going to be in the 3-6 matchup, this is the year to be in it as the sixth seed going to Minnesota where it's just not that big of a deal. Now, Maybe they get smoked by three touchdowns and they finally are reminded that they're not that good. Or maybe the Vikings aren't that good either and the Giants can steal this one. So you're right. The Giants aren't very good. I would argue, though, that neither are four of the other teams. I think five of the seven teams in the NFC playoff picture, when it comes to playoff football, are not good football teams. Because I don't think the Vikings are good. I, I just I think Kirk Cousins is that much of a net liability. And you, you noted that's why the scoring differential does not speak to a 13-win season. And the next game is, is is Bucks, the Tampa Bay hosting the Cowboys. And again, this is, I mean, and not to insult ugly people, of which I am one, so I hope I'm not being rude, but it's like having to pick between the two ugly people at the end of the night at the bar, right? Like, I I'm, go home, I don't know, no game at all. I, I just, I don't, Tampa Bay's not a great football team, but they have Tom Brady. And I know the Cowboys on paper are good, but we saw over the weekend, bad. T- I don't know who's worse, Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins in games that are supposed to kind of matter do you, do you I, I guess Tampa bet I know I'm supposed to say Cowboys and I haven't seen this line. I'm not I'm not betting on the Cowboys. I'll bet on a bad football team to beat Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. It'll happen at least one of these games. Yeah, I'm staying away from this game because I've got too much Tom Brady PTSD. I know all of the reasons why <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to believe in the Buccaneers. Um, but it's the postseason. It's him. Somebody upstairs is in charge and seems to like him, so throws things his way. Um, so I, yeah, no thanks. I wish that game didn't you exist. Think God prefers Tom Brady. I, it just, doesn't it seem that way? Whether it's God or some other being or what, I don't know what kind of, you know, algorithms and servers you believe in are, are running things, but somebody with some sway seems to like to put things in his favor. I mean, on paper, which is a bad place to put your hopes in, in sports or human nature, the Cowboys are such a better football team. Are they though? I mean, they were useless yesterday. Uh, I mean, yeah, what are because we doing? the game kind of, kind of. 
I'm going Bucks and I'm going Giants. I might go a Bucks Giants parlay. I don't think it no, money line. No. I, I, Save your money. Stay away from Bucks Cowboys. Don't ever bet on Tom Brady games. DCL, do you have a do you have a riveting gut instinct on this? Well, I think uh, Giants Vikings. There's your upset alert of Wild Card Weekend. Whoa. I think heard uh, it here first. I think it's a low scoring, ugly game. I don't think either team particularly plays well, and that speaks to uh, your fondness of uh, of Kirk Cousins. I'm with Bogush on Cowboys Bucks. I I don't know. I really think this this could go either way. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think Tom Brady in that Carolina game, they finally figured out how to put points on the board. Yesterday, you saw before he came out of the game, they looked like a real offense. I'm staying away from that one. Let me ask you this question. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, combined turnovers, three and a half. Over. 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 I thought you were going to go more like five and a half. Over. Bogus? What is it again? Three and a half combined turnovers between Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott this weekend. Next weekend. Oof. Let me remind you, Dak Prescott you said, led the league in interceptions right, said, this year. He only played in 12, 12 games. In 12 games. I know. You yeah. said turnovers, right? Not interceptions? Turnovers. I'll, I'll take the over. I can see a, a Cousins pick and a fumble and then two <laughs> Dak interceptions. <laughs> At best. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. All right. Um, and obviously the Eagles get the bye. Good for them. Jalen Hurts played. I, he was fine. He wasn't. He wasn't great. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of see what they're about. For me, at least, I think it's Eagles or Niners. AFC. The Chiefs get the bye, but obviously there's an asterisk here. If I understand this properly, if they play the Bengals or they play the Bills in an AFC Championship game, it'll be a neutral site game. Did I get that right there, Mister uh, DeCelestino? He asked you, Tom, not me. Uh, yes, and I'm looking yeah. f- at looking at you, but yes, uh, I believe you have that correct, that it will be right, at a so neutral site. I think the Chiefs are the best team in, in the AFC, and they're they're absolutely my pick to, to, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Bills versus Dolphins. Dolphins backdoor their way in. I mean, I think it happened. I suppose, in theory, the Dolphins could revert to the level of play we saw early on midway through the season when, when Tua Tungvaluwa was healthy, but, I mean, no. I mean, it's... Anybody here want to make a case? I don't know what the line is for um, it would really be the Bills just laying an egg. Uh, no, no, thank you. Am I weird for saying I kind of wanted to see the Steelers be the team that got in just because the Dolphins aren't the Dolphins right now without Tua? So, yeah, like, I would have preferred to see Pittsburgh. I kind of like seeing Mike McDaniel get get his team in. I, li- I like him as a coach and probably because he's a spinning image of Tom Benedetto, Jim Rome's executive producer and our buddy. But I'm with you. Uh, Bengals-Ravens, again, another sort of interesting question about the quarterback position this time for Baltimore. It doesn't matter. Lamar Jackson could be 100%. He could be 100% in this game. I am still. I would still take the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is that good. I think the Bengals have that much confidence. And I think even when he's healthy, Lamar is not a reliable postseason quarterback. But I think the bigger issue is that he's apparently not healthy. He's not. So, like... The Bengals have to win this game, like, and it should be easy. It should be a route, whether it's uh, Anthony Brown or or Huntley, who didn't play yesterday. They they can't let that be a thing. They can't let this game be tight. They need to take advantage of that situation, pounce on them, because it certainly seems, you know, I I feel like a week from now we're gonna be having a conversation of why didn't Lamar play, because it feels like now the door is slightly opening to yes. he's. Maybe just human nature overprotecting himself, 100%. or this is about contracts and whatever, and that's why he's not out there. 
that's why it seems improbable to me he hasn't got. But you know what? Maybe that's why you lock guys up. Maybe it's another reason is dudes will just sideline themselves. And by the way, to your point about it's Anthony Brown, right? I, should, I don't even know the guy's name. That's who played third, yesterday, yeah. Third string quarterback. Correct. And he not looked like it yesterday. String. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's not very good. Um, Jags-Chargers is a really good game. I like the Jags. And I also like Doug Peterson who went to be coach of the year, by the way. I don't have a vote. If I had a vote, I would consider that. They're on fire. The Chargers had a meaningless game yesterday, and they had their earlier in the season quarterback throw the ball. I don't know. Do you have a bugish? Was it 151 times or maybe 37? I mean, give me a give me a bleep and break. I um nothing would surprise me. The Chargers have a ceiling. I I like and they're hosting the game. I like Jacksonville. I like I like the host. This might be my favorite game of the weekend, um, outside of the personal connection to Giants Vikings because. Uh, I've always kind of wanted the Chargers to be successful, and they continue to not let me feel that success. Uh, and the Jaguars might be the coolest story in the NFL this year for why I'm assuming you'd vote for Doug Peterson as coach of the year. So put them together, prime time. I'll take that. Trevor Lawrence against Justin Herbert. That's a good game. It is. The, so this is like, I don't want to be negative because I'm excited. There's some pretty terrible games. Yes. I mean, there are some bad games here. Well, I mean, we might have a bill, the Bills versus Skylar Thompson, and we could have the Bengals versus Anthony Brown. Yep. Certainly seems like the, bill, the, the Bengals not against Lamar Jackson. Yep. I think the Niners could absolutely smoke the Seahawks, and Cowboys Bucks might be annoyingly bad. And, and Vikings Giants. Although I think those games are interest, those games are interesting. Because I think for a lot of us, are the Cowboys the favorite? Are they are they the betting favorite? I don't think they are, but I don't know for sure. Let me see if I, mean, I can pull sh- it up real fast. I, they had the better season, or they have the more upside. Or maybe they don't. I mean, it's a Tom Brady team. But, yeah, half the games aren't great. Man, I'm really glad I'm not doing a Batman show for two hours. But Niners-Packers would have been an incredible football game. Brock Purdy versus Aaron Rodgers. Which way do you go in that one? I mean, I w- I would have gone Niners to win, but I would have gone Packers to cover. I saw a line. Like they had a pre-line out last night, and I think it would have opened in the range of eight and a half. Uh, the line, by the way, for Cowboys Bucks right now is Dallas is laying three on the road, so they are the favorites. Yeah, so I think Vikings are the favorites, Cowboys are the favorites, but I think for a lot of us, they're a pick them at, at best. They're, to me, for me, they're they're a pick them at best. Just the, the the psychology of it. Uh, Bogus, do you want to um do you want to fly out here? There's still time to get out here and go to the. Do you want to go to the national championship game with me? Apparently, tickets are expensive, but but you have a credit card and you have me. I do. I would argue that there is not time for me to get there. Um, because you do it? no, I mean I have still have to work for the next like three you'd hours. You'd have to call in sick. You'd have to get this dude flu. Yeah. Well, that's tough to do when you're already here. Stu at least smartly does that the night before or three okay. days in advance. He doesn't come in and go, <coughs> I got to leave. Plus, we just discussed on the radio where I'd be going. So, well, okay. True as that may be, they might <laughs> listen after the fact. All right. Because if you got in the car now and you just went to the airport and you got on a flight around noon or one your time, you could be here at 7. LAX is right by SoFi. I'll pick you up. We'll go. And as you said, getting in and out of SoFi is so easy, so it seems like that would be a seamless move from the airport well, to the football Lori stadium. Well, would pick would take us, my wife, and then she. this is the move when I go. She would drop us off, okay, and we would walk, and then she would deal with the traffic, and then she'd pick us up after, and that would take a long time. So this is a great idea. I really wish you would have mentioned it, like, say, Saturday. All right. No, that's fair. 
It's fair. Um, do you? You won't. Be, I mean, not even ask you, D. So you don't like to leave. You don't like to leave your house. But like, do you want to? Do you want to get on a plane right now and come to come to L.A.? Yeah, uh, not so much for me. Pro- not enough time. Really far away. You said the weather's not great. I- I'm I'm out on that it's one. It's fun. So yeah, that's true. I don't like fun. Would I? <laughs> would either of you like to take just to publicly say TCU is going to win this game? Because I got to tell you. I mean, They're not they weren't supposed to win the last one. I saw. I it feels like it, here's the thing. I'll just say this: it's all house money. Can you think of a team that's played a national championship in college football in recent memory that is that's already won this significantly just by making the game? No, but we did have Cincinnati playing in a semifinal with house money, and that did not go well. Yeah, but but they weren't good enough to be there. We know that TCU is because of the, the 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 fashion in which they got here. Sure, What's up, Michigan. I mean, but D-Cell, I mean, really strongly dismissing your idea of TCU winning this game. Oh, I don't even think it's going to be close tonight. I don't think this is a competitive game. You said that about Michigan TCU. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be competitive. I don't. I don't think it's – Georgia's defense, I think, is going to be suffocating tonight. You didn't see it against Ohio State. I think they bounced back tonight against uh, against the Horned Frogs. I mean, TCU's got a hell of an off. I, I think you're probably right. I don't want to watch another national championship game where it feels like it's going to be over. You watch five minutes and you feel like they're up. There's no. the class is too different. And then second quarter, like it's over. Third quarter. Third quarter. Give me, give me, like, give me a fake close game head into the fourth quarter. It's all right because in two years we're going to get expansion and there's going to be great games and it's never going to feel like this again. TCU. Oh, what a terrible take. I mean, seriously. Get over it, Tom. Tom, one of, you got to start. Actually, I was talking to one of the listeners, and they're like, "I love Tom. Has he ever admitted he's wrong on the air?" And I was like, "And I was like, I don't, I don't. I'll ask him on Monday. Uh, has he ever been wrong? Expansion hasn't started yet, Double so how dice. can I be wrong yet? We got to wait till at least starts. Oh my, oh my God, I'm not Batman. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> should we do like? Should we do a Batman buy or sell on Friday? Do you want to do that? Uh, does that require me also participating as Batman? Yeah, it'll probably require you to do something. So that'll be, a, you know. <laughs> you know where I land on that one, It'll change of pace. You know where I land on that one. <laughs> it'll change of pace for all of us. All right. I'll, I'm not going to. I almost, I'm not going to take TCU. But I really, I mean, they're going to get, they're probably going to lose. But wouldn't it be cool, wouldn't it be cool if we come in tomorrow and we get to have a D-Cell was wrong show? That would be amazing. Even though we'd all be wrong. But we don't need to focus on that part of it. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit of this game tonight and, and give you some some info on some of the NFL teams that didn't make the playoffs. The football, the football experience continues here on the show. <laughs> Thank God I'm not Batman. Uh, after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogan. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show on this Monday. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wild card round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl game, and Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fixed Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the zone. Get you back on the road and the zone. All of it. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. Auto zone. Uh, Tom, Tom DeCelestino, hello again. Triple good morning for the third time. Triple good morning to you, Bill. Thank you. Uh, no pajamas today. A little FC Barcelona shirt. You got you, no. Soccer! I, I don't like this. I got used to seeing you in Christmas pajamas in the first week of January. I want the pajamas back. I, I like, slept in them. I like the pop of color. I think it just might be a little awkward wearing it out, you know, out and about. Um, Barcelona, as you know, busy football weekend here. Busy soccer weekend. Uh, beat Atletico Madrid. I don't think I said that right. And went top of the table. The standings, as you're aware. Big. What was your favorite part of the Barcelona soccer match? What was like, what really captivated you? I mean, I would say top of the table all weekend long. I love that phrase. Um, you know, I just like the game itself. Just overall, yeah. it was a really well-played game by Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, no, it's give them a lot of credit. <laughs> Fair, give them so much, so much credit. I, I, I want to say this about um, you know, TCU and Georgia is so interesting because sometimes, and maybe this is not the case for TCU, but sometimes programs emerge in sports that you don't really expect to become a formidable force on whatever stage you're talking about. I think Clemson football, despite the last few years under Dabo, is a really good example if you go back to his time there. I think Duke basketball, back when Coach K arrived, is a really good example. This is year one for this coach at TCU. And you're talking about a program, Tom, that doesn't get in without a little bit of help because of the way that, that they did not take care of business in the in the Big Ten, Big 12, excuse me, championship game against, man, K-State? Am I getting that right? It's been so long. And maybe they're going to get totally flummoxed and, and, and dominated by Georgia tonight. Georgia is full of, of blue-chip prospects. We know what Georgia's about. We know what Kirby Smart has created. They are a college football force. They're, a co- they're college football royalty now. They're in what, Tom, the same category as in Alabama, as Ohio State. I'm not even sure Clemson's still in that consistent class, but, but what Clemson was, I think Michigan fans might be howling for a little bit of credit. Georgia's at the top of the mountain. I think along with Alabama. I think that's the, the level. And they've got the recruits to show it. TCU does have that. Their quarterback's pretty special. But what they do is have a lot of guys who are fourth-year players, fifth-year seniors, a lot of experience. And I'm just, I'm, saying, I'm just saying, Tom, that, and I know you don't love it, the framework of college football is going to change. We've got two more national championships in which this format takes place. Then we have an expanded playoff. And it feels like that's going to benefit... USC or another Pac-12 school, and I think it will. It clearly will. And Notre Dame. 
But why not TCU begin in a run of excellence? This, this, the ability for TCU to recruit has to go through the roof. They're in Texas. You've got so many down, I mean, hell, so many down programs. What's an up program right now in Texas? What is a pro, If you're a kid sitting in a classroom right now, in some high school classroom, dreaming about in three years, you're an eighth grader, a freshman, and you're dreaming about going to play football in the, in the fine state of Texas. TCU can come into your living room and talk to mom and dad in a couple of years, at least today, and make as compelling a case as A&M, as Texas, obviously more so than Baylor or Texas Tech or any of the other schools that are there. Why not win or lose? Why not, Tom, this game? And I know TCU wants to win, and I, I don't think any of us think they will. I I don't believe it. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I liked what Harbaugh's done, but Michigan has shown some shown inconsistencies over the years, and Harbaugh... As well as they recruit, don't recruit at the same level as Ohio State. They just they just haven't, and, and so that's been coaching by Harbaugh. I think to, to bridge a little bit of that gap, which is to say, it's a different level. I think it's a, it's an even more significant jump in the talent TCU is going to face than they did to get here. But why not have this just be the building blocks of TCU creating something out of a Big Twelve conference? It's not hard to tackle right now that becomes consistent and launches them Clemson or Dabo like maybe George under Kirby like to be a consistent force in college football, especially given the fact what it means to be a player in the national championship picture is going to expand in a couple of years. There's absolutely no reason. And everything that you pointed to is goes in the direction of TCU. All the other schools in Texas, in the state of Texas, are down right now, if not just staying at an even keel. NIL would help TCU. Expansion's yeah, going right. to help TCU because they can consistently be a playoff team year in and year out. There's no reason why this season can't be the building block for TCU and Sonny Dykes to start something huge for that program. That's part of what I'm going to watch tonight. I obviously hope that it's a close game. I obviously, you know, regardless do... of score, to your point, yeah, it, it doesn't matter right. if they get blown out tonight. They, this can still be the building block. I think that's worth watching. I think that's worth considering. And if they put up a fight. If they make it close, I mean, hell, if they if they win, it super super supercharges this. But the timing could not be better for this program. Good for them, man. Texas deserves it. The Metroplex deserves it. So finally, the Metroplex has a has a real football team. Oh snap! All right, let's um let's keep the the NFL talk going. Ephraim Salam, my buddy, longtime NFL player, played in the Super Bowl, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.